The following podcast is brought to you by the BICBP Radio Network. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Panel Discussion, your home for comic book talk every week right here on the BICBP radio network. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts alongside, as always, Greg Knowlton. And we are excited to be back. We're uh, doing pretty consistent lately. There's been a lot of news. Uh, if you haven't checked it out yet, we did we discussed the Spider-Man Tom Holland issue earlier, uh, well, kind of in the middle of last week. So make sure you go give that a look. But um, we're going to continue right along with comic book coverage here. Today, uh, Greg picked a really cool title that uh, I did not even know existed, and he just got into very recently. Is that, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. I read ten issue, or sorry, ten volumes, which is like forty, fifty issues That's... in three days, while I was at work. While you were at work, yeah, it was bad. <laughs> That's okay. It was yeah. It's it's called Invincible. Uh, it came out. It's came out in two thousand three. It's an Image Comics property, um, and you know what? It reminds me. We were just talking a little bit about it before the show. It reminds me, and uh, well, us kind of like that Saturday morning cartoon feel that that um, you know, not necessarily like your Spider Mans or X Mens, but kind of like those those offhand ones, uh, essentially. And it, I I really enjoyed the the books that we read as a as a unit today. I was really happy with the uh, with the books that uh, Greg chose for us, uh, Greg. How did you kind of come into this book? On accident. Uh, no, I was looking for something to read, and I was looking through some TV shows. And I've, I've seen this book before in the past. And the cover, it just drew, like, I was like, an image book, but it looks like a real superhero book. Um, and I always saw that it was 17+, plus. thought there was, like, nudity and stuff in it. So I saw that there was a post somewhere that this is actually being turned into an animated series on Amazon. Uh, and was super excited about that. Kevin Smith has been working on getting the rights for a movie for a while, or Kevin Smith or Seth Rogen, or both. It was one of the two. Okay. Um, one of the two. I'm going to have my, my thing wrong in there. One of those two's names is sure, for sure. It might be <laughs> Seth Rogen, actually. Um, have talked, been trying to get a movie launched for this, a live action, um, and it's still in the works right now, but I was like, oh, man, you know what? One more time, and I, I looked, looked through everything to see if I could find anything. I was like, there's no nudity in this. There's no... Wait, it's just gory as I'll get out. Sign me up. Yeah. So I started reading it. Um, saw that the author, or the writer, author, wrong thing. <laughs> the writer is actually uh, Robert Kirkman, who, if you know The Walking Dead, you know he's the creator of The Walking Dead. Um, long-standing comic book that just came to an end and TV show. He was kind of making this in the midst of The Walking Dead. And, like, no one really paid attention to it. Plus, he had Oblivion Song. He's done Marvel Zombies. So he did this more, like, horror-style stuff. Um, so this kind of, like, ran under the radar. It's, like, a cult classic. Like, a lot of comic book fans like, oh, yeah, that's great. I know that what that is. And then a lot of people didn't even know what it was. Like, I, I was talking to some comic book shop owners and stuff. And they're like, yeah, I saw it, but I just never picked it up. Because it's it's a, not a typical title. Like, it's yeah. not a typical image title. When you, you, you expect the more, like... What's the word? You either go super goofy, I feel like, with image, or you expect the darker, like, tougher books. And this is a, a Saturday morning cartoon, 100%. But it's got that gory edge to it. Um, and again, it's Kirkman. So you, if you've read Walking Dead, 
the show doesn't do the gore and the violent imagination is the best way I can put it of Robert Kirkman justice compared to the comic books. Right. Um, it really doesn't. That's why, like, some of the most gruesome things are the things they took page for page out of the comic, like Glenn getting hit with the baseball bat. Um, spoiler alert. It's been out forever. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I kind of stumbled on this, just like, is this something I really wanted to read? And then found myself sitting in the passenger seat of a truck. So not even a good place to be reading. Just breezing through volumes. And it is such a fun read. Um I love it. It, it. it knows what it is. It's this weird mix of like original and meta. Like it purposely aims at like Justice League and Marvel tropes, and like the main character is a comic book fan. That's uh, what I think appealed to me most. That it was, you know, kind of like uh, who did we read last week? Was it Nova? Yeah. Or, or no, two weeks ago. It was two weeks no- ago it was, it was Nova, Nova. But yeah. the guy, he was like a fan of superheroes, and then this take, you get he's a legit comic book fan, like any yeah. of us. And just, yeah, he's a big comic book head. And then, yeah, he has superheroes on, you know, he's a superhero on, on his own, which is... Yeah, and he knows. Like, he grows up his whole life knowing he's gonna, it's a possibility he could be a superhero. Yeah. He's like, yeah, like, I can get powers one day, maybe. I don't know. Like, his his dad's a superhero, and we'll get into that. But, like, so that's super cool. Um, and I, I really, like, I think Mark Grayson is such a cool character because of that. Because he grows up wanting this and it's kind of thrown into the life um especially as you read farther on what we read today he is literally balancing this real life superhero life and he's kind of crap at it (laughs) (laughs) um but i love it i love his dynamic with his mother who who knows he's a superhero and is is doing gonna say everything seems pretty open uh, in this book this i mean from what i read it it almost seemed like Kids that he went to school with knew that he a was. Couple, well, one or two did, and okay. then one is actually another hero. But I don't think in the, the specific issues that or these the issues, female. Yeah, she's, she's ever in comic. Yeah, okay, yeah, she, she wasn't in, thir- in the third book. Oh, was she? Yeah. yeah, that's Adam Eve. She's a really she's another great female character, um, and that's what I lo- like. I said I love about this book the the side characters. Early on, they don't get to shine, but as it goes, like they get to really open up and shine. There's a lot of strong female characters. The mom is great. Adam Eve is really great. Um, but it's just the it's such a one of those books that, and I was telling you this before we started getting to it. Um, reading it week to week is cool. Like if uh, reading it week to week would have been fun, um, but because it, it feels like a cartoon show, but. Like, reading it volume to volume was amazing because you would get, like, three volumes in and they would drop something on you. Right. And then – or three issues in, rather. They would drop this, like, character and then not touch that character again for four more issues. And all of a sudden, these characters are back in a main part of the story. Hmm. And it constantly does that. Just, like, you get these little tastes of characters as you're reading. And then a few issues down the road, now they're a main villain or a main hero or something. Um and you're just getting these tidbits of what's going on in the background, and it's just planting seeds, constantly planting seeds. Some of them don't even come up. Like, one of the seeds is planted in the first two or three volumes, and it doesn't even come up to volume eight. So that's kind of I, – I love that. I think that's some of the smartest writing. But that's what I'm, I'm saying about this. Like, it has some of the most clever storyline writing and, and, and well-placed seeds. And I think Walking Dead was good at that too. But also, like, you really care for these characters. Um and you'll kind of see some of what's going on in what we talk about today. But where we leave off on issue 10, um, issue 11 and 12 are two of the, the best comic books I've ever read. And two of the most heartfelt 
I think one of the, the most heart-wrenching and like heartfelt moments I've ever had is the end of issue 12. Uh, it's just such a good moment. And this book, I think that's what it's done for me, is it, it's just so relatable and so connectable. But it, it just so, does such a good job at balancing the, oh my gosh, this is awesome, to, oh wow, like I feel this. And that's what I love about it. It was one of the perfect books in that sense. And it is truly a long-told to- story. It's like... You're, it's everything is interconnected, and I think that's great. I, I think that there's not a lot of that anymore. No, there, you know, I have to agree. You know, the way you're explaining it, it just sounds like masterful storytelling. A lot of uh, Marvel DC books, they'll they'll drop something and it just continues to the next mm-hmm. issue because that's its selling point. Whereas this, like you're saying, they spread it out a little bit, and everything just kind of it it interweaves very yes. well. It's they like they plant seeds, I guess, so to speak. Yep. And you know, I think I. I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that. As a fan of, of movie where not everything's so crystal clear, there's hints dropped at, you know, certain points, especially what we've seen with, you know, I, I know we're trying to get away from the Marvel DC, you know, line of thinking, but, you know what I mean? That's an example of it. Mm-hmm. Little things, tidbits dropped that aren't seen again till down the road. Yep. And, and I think great. that goes a long way. We appreciate that storytelling as movie viewers, and I think people would really appreciate this as comic book readers mm-hmm. and the fact that it's such a hidden gem, too. Because yeah. I've never heard anybody talk about this until you brought it up a couple weeks ago. I think, were you going on vacation? Right or you before. Came, it was yeah. right before. You were like, yeah. We gotta, oh, no, it was right when I came back. It was right when I came back. We got to do this episode. And I'm like, no, no, no. We got we to gotta do those fan pull episodes. He goes, no. Uh, <laughs> like, no, I don't want to put it down. But I'm like, no, we got to honor those polls. Yep. But... Uh, you know, and I, I can see why you were so so excited to do this episode. Yeah, I really can tell. It's so good. Uh, and one of the things I was going to add is the the re- reason it's refreshing is um, people have a short attention span nowadays. It's it's the truth. It's sometimes hard to get through a podcast like this. Um, but a lot of people, it's you know thirty seconds or two minute video. Okay, I'm done. I'm going to catch snippets of what I want. I'm guilty of like watching highlights for like sports events or wrestling even because I don't feel like yeah, sitting, sitting there. Yeah, you're sitting the whole thing. I, I know what you mean. When I used to record like, when I used to have my dad record uh, like Monday Night Raw or something for example yeah. because it was up on too late. I would just skip through. i watched the segments or if it was a title match. I wouldn't yeah. just skip through that. So so you're looking for those big moments. I, I know what you mean. And it's like it's it's kinda cool. It's convenient, mm-hmm. but you can't appreciate good storytelling that way. Yeah, and, and so what comic books are doing right now is they're releasing these six issue, eight issue runs all the time. There's more, I feel like, quick quick in and out. There's runs no long term continuity. Then there is long term continuity. And this is a hundred and fifty something or hundred and seventy something books. I haven't finished it yet. I have fifteen volumes. I think I've seen it at hundred and seventy something. Which and it's a serial story. Like I said, everything connects and that's so refreshing. Um and I think that's why I liked it is because I almost binge watched this quote unquote the first ten volumes. It was like sitting down with something on Netflix that you just find super good and you just watch, 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 watch. And I think that's why I really love this. <laughs> it's because that's what it felt like. Um, but yeah, I, I loved it. I was super excited. I could probably go on and on about this book. Um, and I'm not. I'm going to save some of it for, for when I actually am talking about what I'm looking at. All right. Um, so on that note, I mean, we'll start to review. Greg picked out um, issues number 3 and 10. For uh, us to combine and read, like we said, I think we talked about it last week. We're gonna kind of go in a new format yep. a little bit, so we can open up the discussion between each other and not just read a book, review it, and move on to the next one. 
So, um, so yeah, I'm going to read off uh, issue number three. It came out in 2003, as I mentioned. And, you know, it starts off, there's a, like a, there's like a school meeting, I guess some kids are missing. Um, and Invincible, uh, what's, what's his, uh? Mark Grayson. Mark Grayson, Mark Grayson. He's talking with, uh, Adam Eve. Yep, Eve, so, yep. And, um, you know, they're just kind of sitting in the cafeteria and he's explaining how he's got to go to work tonight and whatever. He quits his job at this burger, burger mart. Uh, and he's really nervous because his dad told him he, he should have it, even even though he doesn't need it. His dad's, you know, uh, you know, he's well off. Aside yep. from being a superhero, he's very well he's off. He's a successful no- uh, science fiction novelist. Yes, that's what it was. So he's like, <laughs> yeah, you should have this John Build character. And then, as typical with any, you know, job where you're working for somebody else, uh, the manager kind of treats you like dog crap. And he just goes, you know what, I quit. Uh, cuts back in. They're at the house. Uh the mom uh, just got done with dinner, and they're, him and his dad are going to make, or excuse me, do the dishes. And his dad's, you know, goes like, hey, you know, you, you really don't need that job that you have. <laughs> and the funny thing is, because Mark was like, he was really nervous about his dad, what his dad would think. So it was really cool that that happened. But, um, so that's all finished up. He goes to suit up. They, they, his dad joins them. They're flying off, and it's funny because as they're talking, his dad just goes one way. And here, I'll read it. Sorry about that. There, there was a chemical fire over at the university science lab, and he comes back too, and he does that a couple more times while they're conversing, and it's really, really funny. Yeah, and it's shown like he's so fast. He's yeah, like, tip, tip, back. <laughs> and that's it. And I appreciate that humor very much. Uh, then they're let's see, they're grabbing food. And his dad just kind of takes off, and he comes back and goes, I'm going to need your help uh, real quick. And they end up teaming up. They fight these, like, aliens. I'm like, this is the coolest thing. Like, if me, if my dad was a superhero, I'd want to be, like, fighting alongside of him. I think that would be the coolest thing. But they're fighting all these aliens, and, um, yeah, they eventually start to retreat. I mean, it's, it's not a very long fight by any means, but uh, they start to retreat, and... All of a sudden, they're flying, and uh, they go, looks like they land on top of a building, but the dad just disappears. He, he goes into a portal. One of the aliens, like, grabs they, him. Yeah, yeah they, they grab him, and they, they take him into the portal, and it's really funny because he, and Marcus goes to his mom, he goes, um, well, I don't think dad's going to be home tonight. He just got <laughs> he just got taken to a portal by one of those aliens we fought earlier, and that was the end of the issue. Like, it was just fun humor. Like, that's... I'd expect like that kind of humor on like an Adult Swim, yeah, you know, type of type of superhero show. Just just something just something goofy like like that, like a Rick and Morty. Yes, I, I exactly, guess. exactly. And this, I very much feel like that fits that style to a point. Absolutely, it, no, it was. Oh, I, I had so much fun reading this. It was just just everything worked with it. Um, but we'll yeah, we're gonna review it real quick. So artwork, uh, this like I said, this artwork from two thousand and three. And it did feel like a Saturday morning cartoon. You, you look at it, and I mean, there's there's good like facial detailing, uh, but the colors are very bright. Uh, I myself, I'm going to give the artwork a, I'm going to give it an eight. And it's what do you look? What are you thinking? Uh, I'm going to go a nine for the art. I actually, so I've been considering too the design, the character designs and stuff, and like the these are so unique. 
while still feeling traditional familiar. Yes. Yeah, especially like Omni Man, um, Mark's dad is supposed to kind of give this like Superman vibe. He looks like it. He's got the like the, the gray hair on the side. Like his mustache is the only thing that they really... mix him like he's like Superman and Bruce Wayne kind of crammed into one. A little bit. Yeah, I'm getting that vibe. And and I love, but just like it's very unique costumes. It's hard to have a unique looking superhero nowadays, and all of them look so unique. And and they're just again, it feels like a cartoon, but the colors are vibrant, while almost still having this like realistic feel to it. And I love that. So yeah, nine for me. All right. Um, yeah, I was just very impressed with a lot of the detail that they they went into it. Um, you know, and not even just with the people with mm-hmm. the. I don't know, like the you can tell with the, the facial emotions, the the building detail. Uh, they did a really good job artwork wise, so I think it deserves that. Action, uh, action was I think it was I mean it was mostly minimal. I think uh, and this issue wasn't really the strong point in this. It was just really the alien battle, um, and that only lasted a, maybe a couple pages or yeah, so. Yeah, three or four pages. So I'm action wise, it's like I said, it's not a strong point. I'm gonna give it a six in this one. I'll match you on the six. Okay. Um you know, I was just like I said, the, the ideal ideology of them two fighting together, fighting these alien creatures who actually grew weaker because of Earth's atmosphere or they something. They were aging. Faster. Aging, that's what it was. Yeah. Aging. Um, you know, kind of uh it was pretty neat. Uh let's see, story. It was really it was a really cool story. I mean, f- maybe, I mean, if you've been reading this, you know, since the first book, uh, the story might not seem as impressive, maybe. But for me, just jumping in, this being my first one, I was enamored with it. Yeah. And I think I, I like the way it flowed. I like I like seeing this father-son bond over it. You know what I mean? Um, that's something I can relate to. Not from a superhero aspect, you know, just of course. Just a person, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, a relationship with any any parental figure, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It goes a long way. So, um, so story, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give an eight. I liked it a lot. I'm gonna match you on the eight as, as well. All right. Dialogue, really cool dialogue. Yeah, really, really cool dialogue. I was very happy with the discussions. This was the strongest point of the book, I, agree. I think, because uh, there was a lot of it from top to bottom. I think just about every panel had some kind of word bubble mm-hmm. and just really, really good interactions between you know everybody. So, uh, dialogue, I'm going to give it a 10. That was my strong I was actually planning on giving it a 10. I think the dialogue is the strongest point of the series. I feel like uh, it's just so well written. And usually, like, superheroes, you find, like, I don't know, you find some cheesy dialogue. Like, I've read some books recently, and it's just, like, no one talks like that. Like, even in the superhero world, or, like, I'm sure you could have gotten around saying that in, like, a, a way better way than just being so like blunt and straight about it or like it just feels cheesy because you're talking about superpowers um it just feels like realistic with them like he's very like kid and his dad like it's just natural conversations i feel like he was like almost just recording people talking and just throwing the word like alien in there and that's that's how it feels reading it and i love that and i feel like how, that's how most of the series is and i really enjoy it yeah that was it was great the, both the books that we read today were excellent at that uh rebeatability portion like i said it, it and I'd pick it up again. I'd pick it up again. You know, it, was, it, it, it might not be the best book of this series or the best book that I've ever read, but I had fun reading it. Yeah. I, I got to, you know, it, I got to get submerged in this world that, you know, was kind of like ours. And, you know, the, there's a lot of the aspects in it made it very familiar, mm-hmm. um, but, but unique. So rereadability, I'm going to give a, uh, I'm going to give it eight on that. I'm going to give it 40 out of 50 Sweet. for that. I think, 
I'm slamming it down. I'm giving my other 10 off there. Okay. So, math is hard. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> 37. 43? 43. 43. All right. There you go. Invincible number three. Now, Greg is going to take over and read uh, issue number 10. This one kind of blew... The ending really blew my mind. Yeah. So, I'm excited to hear... Uh, I'm excited to discuss this. Um, so this book starts immediately with Dr. Seismic, who is a pretty cool villain, um, actually, in my opinion. Just fighting Invincible. Um, and he's like, you've never even heard of me, kid. Or I've never heard of you, kid. Like, you should know who I am. And they're just it's just a cool battle. Like, he like, makes a crater and drops Invincible down it. And um, actually, like, knocks himself almost down into the crater while he's, like, fighting Invincible and almost accidentally kills himself. Uh, and Invincible just keeps trying to save him. And Doc Seismic keeps just, like, shooting Invincible back, knocking himself farther and farther down the pillar until he falls, basically, to his death. Um, but Invincible comes out to, like, everyone cheering. And you can tell he's not super crazy about it, but he's getting, like, a lot of, like, cheers and, like, it digs, like, people liking him. Right. Um, his dad comes down to talk to him and actually says, uh, son, we need to talk. And, um, she's, he just says, oh, I, know, off, yeah. I know you're just trying to give me the talk cause I'm dating a girl now, yeah. basically. Uh, and the father's just laying in bed and whooshes away to his beeper, which is one of my favorite things. That he still has a beeper. <laughs> um, I guess it kind of was that time period still a little bit. Yeah. Towards the yeah, towards the end of it. Well, it was on the yeah. cusp of the cell phone yeah. era, but <laughs> And I love it. Um him and his friend William end up talking and they're talking about um this other girl Eve. Um and he's like, Does your girlfriend know about her? And he's just saying, like, we're really good friends, it's not a big deal and like I have a girlfriend, come on. <laughs> um and it cuts over to the parents talking. He she the wife says i love you and he uh, the father pauses for a second before he says i love you too adding some drama to it a bit um you get damien darkblood who's like their demon detective <laughs> and he's talking to like the other demon detective agency um trying to just like get some information as like the the guardians of the globe their base is just covered in blood um and this is the funny thing. Like I said, I'm 10 issues deep. This is issue 10. Or sorry, 10 volumes deep. This is issue 10. The stuff going on with Damien Darkblood still hasn't resolved. He really? just keeps popping up and you don't know what he's looking for. <laughs> That's amazing. That's so cool. Um, he cuts over and you're in... Basically in the... Um, which call it? Sorry. In like their, their high-tech prison and Sanford's there with Black Samson. And Black Samson... Um, is essentially their Black Adam, and Samson actually stole the super suit they made for him to try to kill the Guardians of the Globe, but was unsuccessful because someone else killed them first. Uh, Mark goes to get stuff signed by Science <laughs> That scene was really funny. For the artist by Science Dog, and I love this because he's just talking about like how he would just... The artist is like, oh, sometimes you just recopy the same panel a few times just to fill a page. And then the actual artist does that in the comic book. 
And Mark's like, don't you think that's cheap? And they get a little bit of like a weird like squabble, but it's awesome that they like reference that, that meta moment. Uh, a giant monster shows up and attacks a um, a roller coaster, and Omni-Man, Mark's father, saves him. An immortal who actually should be dead shows up and starts fighting Omni-Man. Um, and he, um, like, Omni-Man, who's supposed to be this, like, Superman's, like, hero, is literally yelling at him, like, you should have stayed dead, like, um, I don't know how you're alive, and, like, fighting for the public to see. And Mark sees it on the news and flies to help. Um, and the mom also sees it on the news, what's going on. And you just, they're just beating the crud out of each other, going back and forth. And um, Mark shows up, not really sure what to do. And as he shows up, Omni-Man puts his arm through the immortal and rips him in half. Yeah, it was um, pretty, it, that blew my mind. because the first, like, gory moment. Yeah, because, yeah. For, up until this point, I hadn't seen anything like this. I'm sure you've seen it quite a bit throughout your readings of this, this yeah. the, the volumes. But for me, I was like, what the, f-? you and know, he, I was just like, what just so happened? And he, he looks at, at Mark and just covered in blood and then repeats, like, son, we need to talk. Yeah. And that's where the book ends. It ends. And, like, and I'm it, hooked. I Like, I want to figure out what's going on. And it's so good. And just, like, the art, the, this the shot of, like, him standing over his son with his arms open just covered in blood. Like, both his hands. And, like, Mark's kind of, like, backing up from him. This person he looked up to, like, not sure what to think. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I love it. <laughs> Such a great book. Such a great book. Um, art. So, so basically, for this art, I'm going to stay the exact same. Same here. I'm going to stay. I'm eight, gonna, nine. Eight, yep. Um, the action. I'm actually going to bump up to an eight because there's a lot that happened, and I just love the fight with Immortal and, and Omni Man. I have a six. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'll go seven on it. I'll go seven. Okay. Um, story for this specific book, ten. Yes. Yep, I can agree with that. The, the, the cliffhanger, I think, really leaves yeah. a lot. I mean, that's good storytelling, ending I'm, with a cliffhanger like that. And I'm that. going 10s all the way down the rest of the way. Oh, uh, let's see. Dialogue. You know what? I, I can agree with you. All I right. can agree with you Including on Including rereadability? Yep, yep. So I score it 39.47, and you score it... Uh, 45. 45. So 45 and 47 for Invincible Issue Number 10. Awesome. It, it like I said, it's such a good book. Um, right now, too, if you don't really have the money to pick up the trades, if you have uh, Amazon Prime, go download Comicsology Prime. It's a lot like a regular streaming service. It still helps out the artists with your downloads and everything. The first ten volumes are free. Oh, that's cool. Um, with with uh, Amazon Prime, and I like I actually like reading Comicsology because it goes panel to panel, and you can scroll that way. It's not as hard to read. Um, it's so definitely not worth as many pop ups. Yeah, no pop ups whatsoever, <laughs> um, and, and you don't have to look at a whole page at once. It'll actually like zoom in on the smaller pages. That's important. And, yeah, and it's okay to read it on the phone. You can I think there's a reader on the laptops as well. Um, so it makes it really fun, but it's a really good book. It's very different. If you're a Walking Dead fan. Um, not strictly because of zombies, but because of the storytelling. It's definitely a book to, to check out. The show didn't do as good of a job as the comic books did for The Walking Dead. Um, I have heard that, yeah. I never got I never got into The Walking Dead TV show, and I would like to do the comic books maybe this good upcoming luck. Halloween. Uh, I know there's a lot. The I, compendiums, like, I, I, I showed my wife them the other day, and like five of the, all five compendiums, she's like, that's unreal. It was almost a whole bookshelf. No, I've seen it. My, uh, my old roommate uh, had... Pretty big book, that's the size of it. So we'll, we'll 
That's probably more of a Halloween yeah, theme for one. sure. But Kirkman's great at connecting with characters, um, even in these weird situations. So that's why I love Invincible. I'm excited to see. Um, keep up for news, especially with me. I'm 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 hooked on this. This might be one of my all time favorite books. Like Invincible is kind of right behind Green Lantern as my favorite superheroes now. I just love Mark Grayson. I really love Omni Man too. Actually, his father. Uh, he's just such an interesting character. And I, I just like love diving into like what's he gonna do next, what's going on with him, and I I love it. He's he's a ton of fun. Um, but yeah, they're they're anim- animated series on Amazon, which I think is gonna be perfect for this show. Um, and I can't wait to see the gore. <laughs> oh, I bet animated. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, and I'm interested to see the voice actors they pull in. I, I really I think they'll do the just justice. I kind of hope like I'm almost feeling like Patrick Warburton. For Omni Man, like, I don't know. Why. I can see it. I can see it. I kind of like that, like just like that deeper, like strong, like typical superhero voice. Um, I would be. I'd actually love if they got some of the DC OGs in on it. Got Mark Hamill. I think Mark Hamill actually signed on for it. Actually, oh, did he? Mark Hamill oh, did great. sign in on for it. So um, we'll have the voice of the Joker doing who knows what. I can't. I kind of hope he's Doc Seismic. Um, I don't know who you'd be. There's a lot of cool characters. That's the thing. The characters are constantly changing. Um, yeah, you, you wonder if they're gonna like do every one of them. you know if they're how many they're gonna hit up. You yeah, know what I mean so so, uh, but I, I really exci- I'm excited. And then a live action movie. I don't know how well I can see this translating in a live action movie and who I would see playing who yet. I think it would go along the same lines like maybe Kick Ass. Yes. I think it could. I think it could work. Kick Ass is a good you know good. Excuse me. Uh, good movie, very well received. Yeah. It was well, a good. lot different from the comic books, though. A lot different. Right. I think you almost you almost have to sacrifice that at this point. I don't know for this if you would because um, the character is super relatable, and you won't really have to, like Kickass had to change a lot because the character kind of sucked. Like, like he Dave like wasn't a good character. He sucked, <laughs> <laughs> but that was like part of the charm. Um, but he didn't get a happy ending. He didn't win over the girl like he did in the movies. Like it, the, the girl sent him a picture of her doing stuff with her boyfriend. Like it wasn't what it was supposed. What right. it was in the movie, um, because she portrayed him or he portrayed her. But this, I think, will do a little better. I almost would be all about like John Hamm playing Omni Man. Um, I feel like he'd be perfect. I could see him with a sick mustache. I like and, that. <laughs> I like that idea a lot. And I think he just need he, like he's he needs to be in. Um, a movie by this point like he needs to be in superheroes but also like John Hamm has that comedic timing while still being cool and dapper like we've seen with with uh, Don Draper in Mad Men Mad Men but he he can pull off that that two-sided thing and I think he can really turn flip the switch in some of the ways Omni-Man could right. uh, does in the book and I think that'd be a cool character that's the only one I really have cast in my head at the moment um I'd have to really think about it because now I'm thinking about. Yeah, you're on the spot. Yeah, well, no, I, I mean, haven't it's, really it's a good discussion. It, until now. it is a good discussion. <laughs> it would be really cool. Um, I'm trying yeah. to think of who I would pick to play Mark. Have to be like a younger. Yeah, I don't know. Because I don't want like a mainstream guy. No, I want, either. I want somebody actor. new who's like who they're going to associate this role with forever. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Hmm. It's definitely a good question. Maybe yeah. uh you have to video that one. Yeah, I think you should. Um, all right, there I'm you have go. To sit down. I'll make a, a, a <laughs> my own like cast for the live action. Yeah, I think it would be a great idea. Um, 
So, I mean, that's that. I, I mean, Invincible, everybody, from Image Comics. This was a great read. I'm really glad that Greg did it. He's usually good at... Greg's really good at keeping us on track of the original idea of the episode. <laughs> or the show. The show, I mean. Uh, because, like I said, we wanted to open up our, our horizons. We started off the show, um, and actually, fun fact, next week's our one-year anniversary. Shoot, what are we doing? Uh, we're going to do something special. Okay, we'll, cool. we'll talk about it after. Um <laughs> We'll do something special. But, you know what I mean? Our, our original theme for this was just kind of re- picking random comic books and, and, and just reading it. And and while we understand, you know, I understand mostly, and I, I don't try to, I, I lean towards what I'm familiar with. We, we lean towards Marvel and DC um, quite often. But, um, you know, to be able to branch off and do these image books is, uh, you know, is, is really neat. I, I think he did a great job. He picked an excellent storyline. Uh, so, I mean, Greg, hats off to you. I remember how excited you were about doing this. And, you know, I really, I really enjoyed it. I, I like, I like learning about new stuff. I, yeah. don't, I don't like doing the traditional, you know. And I made sure, like, what I gave everybody is, like, just a taste. Like, there's so much you didn't see just in those issues between um, and where it goes next. And it is, like, this is, that's just the, the start of it all. Like, that's not even the tip of the iceberg. It's not even close to the tip of the iceberg yet. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, so yeah. Next week, one year anniversary. We're gonna me and Gregor about to brainchild that. But if you haven't already, please go check out our uh, Spider-Man Sony slash Marvel discussion that was posted last Thursday. Uh, yeah, make sure you go check that out. But everybody, thank you so much for listening uh, to our show over the past year. It's been a pleasure grinding for your, uh, you know, grinding for your listens. I didn't grind on anybody. <laughs> That'd be inappropriate. You can't do that. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it, just everybody, our, our guests over the last year. Um, and, of course, you know, we got to give a shout-out to our original third co-host, Chris Gallo, for helping get this whole thing started. Um, but, yeah, we'll have more sappy moments and, and uh, reflections next week. There's a lot to uh, there's a lot to discuss. But just know that, we, you know, we've taken pride in bringing this show to you every week and we appreciate your support everybody on the facebook page following us on instagram and you know of course all the listeners as well so thank you very much on behalf of greg and i this has been another stellar episode of the panel discussion talk to you next week